Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone to episode number 137 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. Great to have you with us on the program today. My name is Brian Holmes. I am the host. Hey, we're gathering emerging leaders together from all over the world, and we're focusing on personal and leadership development. Today, we're going to look at a very important principle that, to me, governs life, and that is what you say is what you get. We're going to talk about harnessing the power of the words that you speak. Well, yes, what you say is what you get. The old cliche, the thing you have heard since you were a young child, I'm sure the little phrase that's used, what you say is what you get. There is so much truth in that because our thoughts do lead to our beliefs and From within, where those beliefs are held, we speak, we make conversation, we react, we do that internally to ourselves, and we speak outwardly to others. Sometimes we speak out loud to ourselves. But what we must realize is that what we say has tremendous creative power. And negative confession still creates. Negative expressions still represent our beliefs. And as we project those, we create what we believe. Let me ask you this. Have you ever intentionally turned up the volume on your words? Have you ever raised your awareness of what it is that comes out of your mouth, second nature. I want you to think about that. Many times we react or we go off or we say things under our breath or express them with great emotion. But even though the words are coming out of our mouth, so to speak, we don't really pay attention to what we're saying. It's just this thing that erupts out of our emotional place. It erupts out of our unconscious belief system. And turning up the volume, being intentionally aware, can help us to begin to curb the effects of negativity and untruth. You know, you might be shocked if you walked around with a live recorder all day long, meaning you got a little pocket recorder. It's just there in your top pocket on your shirt or your jacket. And then go back at the end of the day and listen to your conversation. Listen to your mumbling. Listen to those things that are coming out of your mouth. It would blow your mind. I guarantee it. What are you creating with your own words? Are you creating life? Are you creating prosperity? Are you creating poverty maybe? Are you creating success or are you perpetuating failure? Are you creating and manufacturing good relationships from your 
your thoughts and your words or are you, hey, are you feeding bad ones? On today's program, I want to dive deep on this. I want to talk about this idea that what you say is what you get. And we will talk about how you can harness the power of the words you speak, thereby creating the life that you desire and that you deserve. I'm going to begin today a little differently than I have in a number of the previous episodes. I want to go back to some of my roots and share with you some principles from that great success manual, that great leadership manual, that that incredible book that has sold more copies than any other book in the history of the world. It's called the Bible, and whether you are a Christian a believer, an unbeliever, a pagan, whatever you consider yourself to be, let's just agree on the front end of this episode that this book, like maybe other books, contains some good principles, some good ideas. Let's just go there. Let's Now, my opinion is this thing is, it is the book, but let's just work together here and let's consider some of the principles that we see in this great book called the Bible what I believe to be God's word. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Another way of saying this is, death and life are the product of what comes out of your mouth. And it goes on to say that you will eat the fruit of your words meaning our words essentially are seed. And what we say, eventually, that's what we get back in return. You know, if you look at the very genesis of our Christian version of history, which I believe with all of my heart that God did create the earth, no question in my mind about that. It's interesting that the way He went about it. The methodology that God Almighty used was that he spoke things into existence. You look at Genesis, the first chapter, you'll see over and over again the words, then God said, let there be. And so he spoke into an abyss, into an empty place, into nothingness, and what he said became a reality. Well, if that's true for God and we're created in his image and in his likeness, and I believe that we are created in the God class, then our words have the same type of creative power. Another proverb or idea that we see in another book in the Bible, the book of James, the writer there talks about how the tongue is a very small part as far as appendages or parts of the body are concerned, but yet it actually can say of itself, I can do great things. It says in that passage that you can set an entire forest ablaze with the words that come out of your mouth. It says it's like a rudder. You can have a massive vessel 
that is navigating and sailing the seas of the incredible planet we live on. And this little tiny piece relative to the mass, the overall mass, this little piece called the rudder actually steers that ship and the direction it eventually goes. So is our tongue. You know, in 2007, great year for me, I had the opportunity to travel to Seattle, Washington, and I attended a very powerful training, which was offered by the Pacific Institute, founded by the great, the late great Lou Tice. Lou was an amazing entrepreneur, incredible businessman, incredible mind, precious individual, and he has trained through his company hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of people over many, many years now that most of the challenges that we face in our life, in our families, in our world have to do with the beliefs that we hold. And joined with that idea is our challenges, our problems, the things that that are keeping us from showing up and shining and manifesting, if you will, the greatness that is in us is not only our beliefs, but the words that we speak. And he taught in that seminar that I eventually became a facilitator of and trained other people in these truths. He taught us how to identify limiting beliefs, how to isolate them, how to quarantine them, and ultimately how to replace them by utilizing replacement techniques where we were able to use our words to reframe our beliefs over time. In some circles, that's called affirmations. If you're a Christian or a believer, we call that confession. It's our words create life. And whether this conversation is going on inside your mind unconsciously or whether it's happening out loud where everyone around you can hear it, the fact is what you say is what you get. Your words carry tremendous power. And in fact, they create exactly what you say. Yes, that's right. It is my strong belief that we can create with our mouth. We can speak into existence what our heart believes to be true, good or bad. Very few people master controlling their tongue. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's an epidemic issue because we are trained from the time we're very young children to speak our mind, to have a voice, to express ourselves and uh, all the types of things that we could go on with cliches. But the truth is, is that we were very quick to speak and many times we are perpetuating or we are building on an untruth, a a limiting belief, something that is going to cause us to not realize our maximum potential and grow into our, our most powerful leadership potential because we've not disciplined ourselves to think before we speak. We've not turned the volume up. We've not Uh, develop the internal discipline to capture or take captive our words and to reframe them and to get it right before we project that creative force. 
There's an old proverb that says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. In other words, whatever's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth, and whatever comes out of your mouth is going to be your life. It's going to be your reality. So the question I'm asking you is, what are you saying? (laughs) I'm reminded of the movie. I forget the guys that were in it, but can you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Can you, can you hear what you're saying? Are you aware of that which you are creating? Are you conscious of the fact that the habitual articulation of old tapes, old thoughts, limiting beliefs, untruth, when you speak those things, whether silently or out loud, They are literally framing and forming and generating the results in your life. How can we get a handle on the conversation? How can we guide it in a more productive, a more godly, a more, a more, uh, guide it toward a more desired outcome? Well, it starts with belief. As a man thinketh, so is he. What you believe to be true, whether that is true or not, what you believe to be true will govern your life. Another leadership idea from the Bible, that which we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, we will see that come to to pass. So it's about thinking. It's about believing. It's about confessing. It's about speaking. All those things combined, that formula generates a result good or bad, maximum potential or limited potential. You've heard me talk about beliefs many times on this program. But I'm telling you right now, your words reflect what is in your heart. And what is in your heart is creating ultimately the result. If you don't like where you are in your life today, it's because of a limiting belief that you have perpetuated and reproduced by way of your words. Lou Tice, I mentioned him a moment ago. Lou Tice had this saying that I've quoted many times all over the world. We act in accordance with the truth as we believe it to be. In other words, it may not be true at all, but we're going to act and behave and talk like the truth we believe to be true. So we have to become Strategic, intentional, and focused on challenging, limiting beliefs, going after them, really going after them. We have to be intentional about isolating beliefs that paralyze us, and we have to be intentional and disciplined in aligning ourselves with the truth as it really is. From my frame of reference, I know that God knows what is true concerning my potential. And therefore, I every day I am working at understanding more clearly what it is he sees in me. So how do we bridle the tongue? How do we take control of limiting beliefs and replace those? Well, we must become aware, number one, of our self-talk. It's not okay to be having a dialogue in your mind and not be aware of it. You have to catch yourself. 
saying things that are limiting and destructive. You have to, you have to, as the apostle Paul said, take every thought prisoner, arrest it. You are under arrest. I'm not going to allow you to continue this behavior or this activity. I, I am stopping what you're doing now. That's how you have to treat thoughts and beliefs and words. You have to catch yourself in the act and just grab that thing and say, oh, nope, 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 nope. We're not going to have that. You have to turn up the volume, become more aware of our internal dialogue and the words we're speaking expressively outside of ourselves. You say, Brian, like what? Well, you know, I'm going to give you some simple examples, some really simple ones. Like, oh, man, this just drives, this is driving me crazy. Or you driving me nuts. Or these children are driving me up the wall. I want to know, have, other, other than you repel people, <laughs> you climbers, have you ever really been up a wall? But think about what you're speaking. You're speaking to a condition that doesn't presently exist, but you're saying that it exists. Therefore, internally, your physical body, your physiolog physiology responds to what you're saying because it doesn't know it's not true. So you're, you become anxious. You become uh, aggravated. You become... Uh, nervous, you become agitated because of what you said. I'm just going over the edge. I cannot handle this. Well, every time you tell yourself you can't handle it, guess what you're doing? You are making it more and more difficult to overcome whatever situation you're facing. How about this one? I just can't take anymore. Okay, well, whatever. Or this makes me so angry, or I am so angry, or I am. Well, these I am statements are dangerous. I am overwhelmed. I, I'm freaking out. That freaks me out. How many of you have ever said this one? I'm losing my mind. I am losing my mind. Or how about, oh, I know I got somebody in the audience today that said this. I'm just sick and tired. I am sick and tired. I am sick and tired of it. I am sick. I'm just sick and tired. You wonder why you're dragging butt everywhere tired and weary and you can't get enough sleep and you're you're constantly fighting a cold or fighting the flu or having a fever or having a headache because you've been confessing every flipping day of your life I'm sick and tired or this makes me sick uh, this just makes me sick oh this, this you make me sick I have heard people say things like well if there's the bug going around I'm going to catch it <laughs> If there's if 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 anybody's gonna catch this thing that's going around, I know I'm gonna get it. I'm just waiting my turn. Or this just runs in my family, so I guess I'm next. Auntie so and so died of this disease, and Auntie so and so had this thing, and Uncle so and so had this. So I just know it runs it runs in my bloodline, so I'm gonna have it. Or I never feel good, or I'm always hurting or sick. My head always hurts. My joints are giving me grief. How about that one? My legs are killing me. My legs are just killing me. <laughs> y'all, I hope y'all laughing, but I hope you're listening. I just knew my wife or my husband would find somebody else. I knew he'd leave me like every other man. I knew he would. <laughs> oh, I'm not making fun of people that have been through difficult things. Please know that you know me better than that. But I'm telling you some, so much, not just some, so much of what we deal with in life I really believe we bring it on ourselves. My family fights like cats and dogs. 
Well, my mom and dad's marriage didn't make it, so I just don't expect that mine will either. I'm just going to do the best I can, and, and I'll, I'll enjoy it while it lasts. I don't know how to love people. I just don't know how to express myself. Or those that have been through relationship troubles, well, I always pick the bad ones. My family will never understand me. My dad will never love me. My dad will never approve of me. I've always been a misfit, always will be. I'll never fit in with anybody. My parents don't love me. My children don't listen to me. My kids don't respect me. How about, let's talk about this. How about some money stuff? I can never make ends meet. I just can't afford it. We can't afford that. I get budgets, and I believe in budget. I believe in Dave Ramsey, Crown Financial. I believe in all that. I believe it's right to, to live within our means. But to make statements that are affirming poverty, affirming a perpetual state, I can never save money. I'll never be out of debt. I give up. This always happens to me. I knew there was going to be trouble. I'm just clumsy anyway. Well, if it, Murphy's Law, if, it, if it's going to go wrong, it's going to happen to me. I'm just an accident looking for a place to happen. I'm just a bull in a china closet. What's the use of living over my, hey, over my dead body? And man, I could give you hundreds of other examples. But these are phrases that have become so commonplace and so widely accepted as being okay. And I came by here today to tell you that these kinds of confessions, these types of negative affirmations, these types of proclamations concerning your worth, your value, your health, your money, your family, your relationships, these types of statements, they are killing you. They're robbing you of the life that God created you to live. They are robbing you of stepping into your maximum leadership potential. They are keeping you from stepping into those places, those roles, those jobs, those those spheres where you can bring amazing influence and may have amazing impact because you have talked yourself out of your place. Words. They're powerful. They matter. And what you say is what you get. For those of you that are married and you're constantly making little one-liner statements about your husband or about your wife, stop it. Speak life over them. Whether they're around or not, I'd, I'd suggest you give them compliments to their face. But whether they're around or not, speak good things about them. The old adage, if you can't find something good to say, shut up, my paraphrase. Our words create death or life, and we get to choose. There's a place in the Gospels where Jesus was talking to some some folk, (laughs) and he called called them some people pretty dirty names he said you brood of vipers you bunch of snakes he says how can you being evil speak what is good for the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart the good man brings out of his good treasure what is good and the evil man brings out of his evil treasure what is evil but i tell you this jesus talking but i tell you that every careless word that people speak they shall give an account for it 
For by your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. Let me put it this way. Every time we spout off one of these negative, self-defeating, destructive statements, there's coming a time when we're going to look at the books, and the books are going to say, yeah, you said that. Now you've got to receive what's coming in return for it. Listen, what we say eventually will come back to either bite us or benefit us. Your words will come back to you to bite you or to benefit you. They're like boomerangs. We throw them out there with great force. And we think we're projecting them just strictly away from us, but because of the boomerang tendency, at some point in their trajectory, they begin to make a U and they turn and they begin to come back to us. Ah, but I didn't really mean that. I didn't mean to say that. Well, I didn't, you know, I just, I was just angry in the moment. I spouted something off there. I didn't mean it at all. But let me tell you something. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Idle, careless words that escape our mouth before we think are going to bring us detrimental and less than good results. Listen, negativity, bad-mouthing, confessing, affirming untruth about you, about your worth, about your value, about your your leadership, about your place, about your life, about your relationships, about your money. Negativity must be eradicated. Purge your system of all limiting beliefs and then begin the discipline of bringing your thoughts and your words into captivity. Don't let them work against you. Catch them, arrest them, imprison them, and then deal with them. What we say, we actually do get. Our words, ladies and gentlemen, control the course of our life. Our words have creative power. Our words are directly tied to our destiny, to the accomplishment of our assignment, to the fulfillment of our duty as a human being in the earth right now. Either we're speaking in accordance with truth or we are affirming untruth. Let me put it like this. From my perspective, I'm either agreeing with what God says about me or I am actively disagreeing with what he knows to be true about me. I believe it's important to come into agreement with what he says concerning my life. You say, well, Brian, what's what's the formula? Well, I don't know that there is a formula. It's a discipline It is an awareness. It is a willingness to deal with the limiting beliefs that exist that may be grounded in old issues, old trauma, old hurt, old wounds. Whatever it may be, it is the discipline and the process of bringing all of that in and dealing with it and then having the mental capacity to every day watch our words, frame our words, and affirm truth. Let me give you a little bit of a plan. Number one, listen 
Listen to yourself. Don't just mouth off. Listen. Pay attention to the things that are coming out of your heart and that you're speaking with your mouth. When you think a thought that you know is not right or when you say something you know is self-defeating, call it out. Identify it for what it is. Arrest it. Quarantine it. Number three, do something that moves you in the opposite direction from that negative word. The Bible calls that repenting, which means to turn and to walk away from it, run away from it, in fact. If you know what just came out of your mouth is self-defeating, then in that same moment before you take another step, speak truth to it. Say something positive. Say the opposite of what you just said and say, I choose to believe this instead of what I just said. Number four, pursue understanding. In other words, what does God know to be true about me? I want to know what that is. Number five, replace. So listen, call it out or arrest it, turn from it and run. Go the other way, do the opposite. Pursue truth. And then whatever statements or words or beliefs you identify in this process, you create statements of confession or affirmation that over time, as you speak those truths over and over and over again, they eventually replace what was in your heart in the beginning. Your words matter. What you say is what you get. I'm encouraging you to harness the power, the creative power of the words that you speak, and you will create a world that really is a better place. You can find the show notes for this episode, of course, at brianholmes.com forward slash 137, brianholmes.com slash 137. Again, I want to remind you, we're just keeping this available for a while. We've had a great response. The Four Cornerstones for Strategic Living online video course is available to you as a free gift for subscribing to our weekly email updates. We want to make sure you have that great tool. Hey, this is a, a, a course that we have sold and will continue to sell. We want you to have it for free as a gift to grow you, to build you, to make you more of what God has created you to be. I want to ask you a favor. If you like what you hear here at the Strategic Leader Podcast, share this with someone. You may have eight or ten people in your really close circle and let them know you got to check out brianholmes.com. Check out the Strategic Leader Podcast. Check out the Monday Mastery videos. Let someone know that what we're doing here is, in fact, transforming minds and developing leaders. And if you know someone who wants to grow their life, grow their leadership, then point them in our direction. Of course, we invite you to do that on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, and all the other places that you hang out. Just help us to spread the word. If you've not done so, be sure to subscribe to this podcast in iTunes. And of course, we have asked this on many occasions, but if you've not already done this, take the time to give us a star rating in iTunes and leave a review. That helps to drive up our visibility in iTunes so that others can find out what we're doing here at brianholmes.com. Well, here's my closing thoughts for the day. Over the next few weeks, I want to ask you to pay attention to your words. Turn the volume up. 
Listen, not only to what's coming out of your mouth, but what's in your heart. Listen to your thoughts. Turn the volume up. Begin the process of listening, calling it out, doing the opposite, pursuing the truth, and then replacing these old beliefs with new ones. Are you speaking life? Are you continuing to perpetuate an undesirable outcome? Are you speaking the truth as God sees it? Or are you continuing to live out an untruth based on maybe something that's happened to you in your life or some circumstance? I want to encourage you. Harness the power of the words that you speak. When you do this, you become more powerful. You become more authentic. You become more competent and confident as the leader that God created you to be. I encourage you today be the leader you are made to be thank you for joining us for this episode of the strategic leader podcast we trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.